Blog Talk Radio. Hi, folks, and welcome to another edition of Stackhouse Radio. And tonight, our show is called Leave My Ass Alone. And if you're under 17, you shouldn't be here, so get the fuck out. Anyways, um, this evening's shows, we look at the world of abduction. I am Diana Stack, and Quentin Tiffany is... Quentin? Quentin? Wait a minute. I don't think Quentin's here right now. Hold on, folks. I'm getting a signal here, and I think we have a very special guest in the studio this evening with us all the way from her mothership, the late, great Catherine Hepburn. Hello, Diana, you old poop. (laughs) Ah, It's me, Catherine Hepburn. Now, you know, most people, for some reason, don't remember me, and I don't know why. So I always have to remind them who I am. And the way I do that is I tell them about, I did a little film called On Golden Pond with Norman. And um, most people don't realize that film was actually a sequel, but the original was not released. It was called Catherine Hepburn in Golden Showers. Did, did you see it, Diana? I have seen it, and I still have the stains on my carpet. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm really happy about that. You know, they, they, they don't rarely let me out of the spaceship often, but when they told me you wanted to interview me, I was just like, gee, golly, Christopher Columbus, Wow. <laughs> Well, we're glad to have you here tonight. So, Catherine, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got abducted? Well, you know, I like good, brisk constitutionals in the morning. I'm from, you know, Connecticut, and um, I I like to take long, long, brisk walks in the woods. And, you know, it it, it came upon me all of a sudden, I mean... One minute I was reenacting, you know, the pirates of Penzan in the wood, and and then all of a sudden, wow! I was shot up into the air, and 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 I don't know what happened next. I just suddenly realized that my my ass was being probed, and I shouted out, "Whoa, whoa, Nelly! If you're gonna probe me, let me over and do the other side." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and folks, just to let you know that um. If you have any interest in sending us hate mail or angry responses, feel free to email us at radiostackhouse at gmail.com. Again, that's radiostackhouse at gmail.com. And you can also message us on our Facebook page, Stackhouse Radio. Feel free. So, Catherine. Uh, Good hate mail. I love that. I used to get it all the time from Betty Davis. I think everybody got it from Betty Davis. Yeah. Wait. So, so Diana, Diana, do you have any good questions you want to ask me? I don't know how long they'll let me stay. I mean, before I know it, my ass will be whoosh back up there. Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's see here. Any questions? Hmm. I have one. Are you yeah. up there with any other famous people that maybe have died or disappeared or, you know, down here in well, Earth, we have a lot of conspiracy theories about people like, you know, Elvis and stuff. So have you seen them? Well, 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 I, I, let me start with Elvis then. Let me tell you. Uh, yeah, Elvis is, he is an alien. In fact, you know how he likes to thrust his hips all the time? Well, that's because Elvis, he, he is the anal probe. Oh, God. I tell you, I sign up for it at least once a week. <laughs> that's a hunk of hunk of burning love, huh? Oh, my, yes, you know. Uh, and there are there are there are a few others. I mean, some of them do come back here. That you don't realize that they disappear for a while and then they come back. I mean, there are all those that that just don't age. Like, um, are you familiar with Cher? Yeah, she actually told me she's planning on doing an episode with you in the future. Is that true? We're trying like hell. 
Well, but, uh, I mean, you know, she's so she's so very hard, you know. Uh, you know, another one like Joan Rivers. Yeah, she's not really dead. They just took her back. They got sick and tired of her making an ass of everyone down here, so they they took her back. There's quite a few actually, but Elvis, he's probably the one that. Oh God, gee, oh. So, oh God! I mean, I, I'll, I'll tell you that um, you know I've 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 heard I've 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 heard so many so many stories you know um, you know about alien abduction you know and, and being one who's been abducted myself some of them are just comical just comical and I mean I Catherine I, I mean I was the greatest actress in Hollywood and I know comedy and this shit is stupid half the time I mean really so <clears throat> I mean, let me ask you oh Diana it's very oh, go ahead I, I'm sorry what let me ask you one more question okay yeah 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 lube or no lube oh ha 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 let me tell you at my age <laughs> Ha! <laughs> they don't put anything in there. Sometimes a little spit to get her started, you know. You know, at first, at first, I mean, I uh, yeah, they did use some at first, but they're not in tighter out there anymore, Diana. But uh, it's it's really unfortunate. But they are telling me I have to go back to the ship before, you know, if I if I say too much, I'll end up like Joan Rivers. They just put her in a trash compactor and popped out a little plastic cube. So I yeah. Uh, her and Michael Jackson, <laughs> but he was turned into a Lego. That's a different story. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go now, Diana. It's been great. Okay, Catherine. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming tonight, and uh, give Elvis our best. Oh, he's gonna give me his best. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Let's see if we can get Quentin back on air now. After, now that uh, Miss Hepburn's left the room. Hi, Diana. Hi, Quentin. Where have you been? I was running late. Um, I, I was trying to finish up some, some chores around the house, and I wasn't watching the time. But uh, I assume you, you did just, all right on your own? I No, I wasn't on my own. You just missed Catherine Hepburn. I did? Why yes. does that always happen to me? Every I time I just miss her somehow. I'm telling you, there's something fishy well, there. Son of a... Well, she, clearly, she doesn't like me or something. I don't know. But, uh, well, I'll just have to go back and listen to the archive of our show. Perchance, exactly. I'll listen to it on iTunes. You can listen to it on iTunes, and you can listen to it on Spotify under Stackhouse Radio. And you can also click on the link on our Facebook page at Stackhouse Radio and listen to it that way, too. See? You've got options. Unlike Catherine. Oh. Wow. <laughs> You know, so, um, I have to uh, I have to tell you I just checked our chat room. It is not working. It says, "Oops, there's some sort of glitch." Clearly, this is the work of aliens. I think it is. Wait, mm-hmm. wait, hold on here. I think we have a message coming from beyond. Yes, we are in the chat room. Oh. <laughs> wow. Let me let me try so, here. Anyways, um, our show tonight is about alien abductions and UFO sightings. And, you know, disclaimer, do I believe that there's aliens out there or other beings? I think it's ignorant to to think that we are the only intelligent species in the galaxy or in the universe. And I use that word intelligent very loosely. Uh, And I mean, you know, you just... To me, if you're if you have so many solar systems around a sun, you're gonna eventually have planets like Earth that can support life. We've already seen in our in our uh, solar system, you know, we've already found live bacteria on different moons and stuff. So we know that life can exist outside of Earth or beyond our planet. But to what extent do you believe that they come here, abduct people, probe them, examine them? I mean, it it just it, it it just seems to me like it's always a certain crop of people who get abducted, and I, I'm just curious to to catch your ideas on that. <clears throat> well, I'll say this: I, I do believe that there is life out there other than us. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Do I think that they have perchance visited or do visit? 
Yeah, I, I think it's possible. Um, do I think they abduct people? I suppose if they visit, they could abduct people. It's not impossible. Do I think it's very, very likely? Not really, but there is that small chance. Um, I think the people who claim to have been abducted are most likely insane. B, they, well, by insane, I mean they're just looking for attention. B, they truly believe in their own mind that this did happen to them, and that's almost as much as, you know, having it happen to you. Um, And then there's C, the ones that maybe it did actually happen to, and they seem like rational people other than that, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I could believe that. Um, my, uh, if someone says they saw something, that's one thing. But for me, it's hard. The abduction thing—that's a little hard. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So it's interesting because um, you know we look at abductions, we look at the people. I mean, there's all kinds of documentaries out there where you see just people after people um, explain, and, and they all have the same similar story, you know. And there's an interesting article in Psychology Today. Uh, let me just pull this up here. And uh, there's links. If you go to our uh, page, our show, Blog Talk Radio, you can click the link on our Stackhouse Radio page in Facebook. And there's links there to these articles. In 2012, um, Psychology Today posted an article that describes five traits that could get you abducted by aliens. And it's interesting because um, these are legit you know, situations that could trick your mind or convince you um, that you're having an experience, whether it's an abduction experience, out of body experience, what have you. But this is interesting. And they, they state these five things. We'll go into them really quickly here. Uh, The first one is regularly experiencing sleep paralysis and hallucinations when awakening. Now, anybody out there who's experienced sleep paralysis, I have, um, I know other people who have, what happens is, your body's woken up, but your mind is still in that dream state. And when your mind's in the dream state, when you're sleeping, your brain will paralyze your body. And this is so you're not running around the house when you're running from the monsters. You're not, you know, the infamous I have to pee dream, you know. Um, We all have that one. (laughs) Thank God we're paralyzed for that one because I I can't afford that many mattresses. Um, but sleep paralysis, <laughs> sleep paralysis can, God, that's awful. We are rated R, so, you know. Um, it really can have a second. It really can make you believe a lot of things that aren't real. Um, but you're just No, before you move off real. from sleep paralysis, let me mm-hmm. ask. When you experienced it, when you woke up, what did you see? Um, I remember just feeling like I was in a different place. And I remember I was in my room, but I wasn't in my room. And there were uh, just, I could hear people talking around me when nobody was there. I know nobody was in my room. There were people talking around me. Um, and I was living alone at the time. So there was no, if there was people talking around my, in, my, ah, in my room, I'm in trouble. But uh, yeah, no, there was people talking around me. I could sense that I wasn't alone. I could sense that I was somewhere else. And I just remember saying to myself at one point, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming. And as I, as I consciously made the decision to wake myself up fully, I regained all of my senses back and I woke up fully. And I, and I think that's, that can explain a lot of these experiences. I really do. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, we are, we're, we're funding on this subject, but if somebody out there really does believe that they were abducted and it's, it's terrorizing them, I mean, it's a serious situation. But, you know, you, you do get the whack jobs out there who are just like, yeah, you know. Um, but, yeah, no, sleep paralysis is a very serious thing. Um, another one I list here is a tendency to recall false memories. Now, you're a little younger than I am, but uh, in the 80s, there was a huge thing called the satanic panic. And everybody, every neighbor you had, everybody down the street, everybody in your church, everybody was a secret Satanist. And they all wanted to have weird sexual rights with you and sacrifice you to the devil. And that's because we all play Dungeons and Dragons, um, which I love. Screw off. (laughs) Uh, But I remember there was like a wave of psychologists out there that were regressing people, hypnotic regressions. And they were bringing up these memories. They were were implanting these memories in these people. 
And and I think putting suggestive things in them and causing them to remember things that didn't actually happen. And they found out that's what a lot of it was. It was just, you know, false memory recall that were because it was suggested to them that it happened. So under hypnosis, they created this reality. And I'm I'm not so sure that this isn't a case like that. You know? Hmm. Hello? Yep. I'm 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 thinking to myself that you know I I've met people, I have met people who, who believe that they were abducted. Now, mm-hmm. there are those, and, and there's two schools of thoughts on this, um, there are those that when you talk to them, they seem slightly disturbed, maybe paranoid schizophrenic or whatever, but mm-hmm. then you question, maybe they only seem that way because of what happened to them and people don't believe them and it keeps happening so they become very paranoid and they know that people don't you know, believe them. Um, I, I had an incident, which I believe you're aware of, with a paranoid schizophrenic who believed drones were following her, the government was following her, and they, you know, were, they were performing experiments on her. And, and to be honest, wait, I the would drones, be... so the drones or the government? Which one was probing her? The government, but they watched. Yeah, they the pr- they probe us all the time. Every tax season, every paycheck, they always probe us. Well, yes. Now, <laughs> uh, my thing is. That uh, maybe she was disturbed. Yeah. Well, okay, she was disturbed, but why was it just she was disturbed and believed these things, or she became disturbed because of these things? You know, you have to. That's a good question. The weirdest thing though was with this woman, very nice lady actually. She um, she knew she sounded nuts, and usually the true cray crays don't mm-hmm. know they sound nuts. They don't think it sounds nuts. She knew it sounded nuts, and she said right. to me. She's like, it's okay if you think I'm crazy. She's like, everyone thinks I'm crazy. She's like, because mm-hmm. to be honest, what I say sounds totally insane. She was like, yeah. who would believe it? She was like, I wouldn't believe it if someone told me it. She was like, I would think they were crazy. She's like, so that's okay. She's like, but I'm just telling you, it it really does happen. And I thought, hmm, okay, you know, whatever. So it's, when you get into the psyche of people like that. Now, yeah, I'm a big believer in the idea that it is potentially just the government Ooh. messing with you mean, us, you know? You mean kind of like uh, the uh, uh, what was the experiment they did with acid, the LSD one? Um, it was like Project Wormwood or something, which you know, I guess sadly mm-hmm. I missed out on that one, you know? I mean, heck, well. you getting some government grade LSD, jeez, for free? Woohoo! Um, that's a party, but. Um, you got to wonder, but uh, number real quickly before I forget the list here, number three, and I'm going to just kind of glance over this one because it points out people with super like vivid imaginations and, and high intelligence, obviously, you know, you've ever met someone so smart that they're crazy as shit. Um, I've met people like that. I've, I've known people like that. They're just so intelligent. They're batshit. You know, they, they cross that line. So that's another uh, suggestion here. Number four is interesting because um, – number I'm going to skip number four real quick. I'm going to go to number five. Number five says familiarity with the cultural narrative of alien abduction. Basically, it's a cultural phenomenon. Everybody knows about it, so it's not something they really have to reach out and make up you know, in their heads because it's already out there. They just, they just have to plug in and take part in it. But number four says New Age Beliefs. Now, if you've ever – been to a UFO abductee meeting or seen one or seen them on TV or heard a podcast with them, it always seems like it's New Age Nelly that's sitting there with her beads on and everything else saying, I was taken and I was part of their consciousness. And and it, it just, I mean, you know me, I, 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 I believe that we can manipulate energy. I believe that we can, because um, I believe energy is, is physical. I believe it's real. Um, I believe that we can attract things to us. I believe, you know, as someone who considers herself a heathen, I think there are things out there that we can't understand. But if you tell me that if I shove a crystal up my ass, I'm going to spit pony unicorns? No, I'm sorry. And I just see a lot of those people in that group 
kind of being like that. Like, go, oh, I held this well, crystal. Well, just, just so it. you're aware, <laughs> the putting the crystal up your ass, it, it actually, you have to put it up sideways to get the unicorn. Oh, is that what So you've a, been doing I, it wrong, Diana. Shit. I should have listened to Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, you know. Damn it. Um, <laughs> but no, I think the ones that I believe more are the ones that seem a little bit afraid and the ones that Yeah. Um, the ones that you kinda have to pry the info out of and the ones mm-hmm. that just your everyday people that don't really want everyone to know about it. Right, right. And 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 I think it could be government experimenting on them. The other thing is if you look back at a particular case, it wasn't an abduction, it was an encounter. Mm-hmm. Which I am more inclined to believe an encounter than an abduction. But Yeah. Um same here. The the guy said it was the one from the and I just forgot the name of the woods. It's in England. It was a uh, from nineteen eighty. Oh, uh was it uh, near a military base, correct? Yes, yes. Yeah. And uh he himself said that basically the information he got was that they were one hundred percent human, but they were from the future and they were just doing hmm. these trips back through our history and visiting certain points and that that's essentially what it was. And he was told a few other points in history that they would be visiting. Right. And uh, that was told to him in binary code, but that's it. Was it the story. Rendlesham forest incident? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So now I see this here was by um, the Royal air force base, um, which is being used by United States air force at the time. See, here's my deal with that. Okay, I'm going to share a little story with you guys, and I, I don't share this with a lot of people, so this is for me to say this on air is really big. I was out, and I was at the movie scene watching The Devil's Rejects with a friend of mine. We were at the later movie during the week, so there was really nobody out there with us. Movie was over. We came out, and there was maybe, I don't know, maybe a dozen people in the parking lot you now walking out with us. And all of a sudden, I noticed people are stopping, and the air was so quiet. Now, I, I am really difficult to convince about I mean, I got to see it. I have to see things and feel things and experience things for me to believe them. I'm that kind of person. So I noticed everybody's kind of stopping and looking up, and I didn't hear anything. And I remember my friend Jay, and we were looking up in the sky, and I noticed there was this big rectangular thing in the sky. And it was hovering, and it wasn't moving, and it was silent, but there was lights around it. And it was rectangular in shape. I'll never forget that. And I called up a friend of mine who had done work with NASA, um, incredibly intelligent, knows about these things. And I'm not going to mention his name on the air because of, you know, privacy issues. But um, I called him up immediately. I said, listen, I said, and I described what I was looking at. He goes, you're up there in the northwest corner of Connecticut, right? And I said, yes, I am. I was in Winstead. And he says, okay, so there is a base north of you in Massachusetts. I said, yes, there is. He says, okay. He goes, I wouldn't worry about it. I said, what do you mean? He goes, I wouldn't worry about it. He goes, I'm going to let you go. He goes, but you're fine. And that was it. And I think people sit there and say things like, oh, well, the government can't create things like that. They can't build things like that. We split the atom in 1945. I'm pretty sure we can build aircraft. Pretty sure. Um, But, yeah, no, I saw that. And. So when I see sightings or if I hear about sightings near Air Force bases or any kind of military base, it kind of makes me go, "Eh." you know, I'm not so sure it's not military. So I kind of discount those. And I I personally believe that's what he saw. I don't know know what your opinion is on that. Um, See, with him, though, it wasn't up in the air. Like, I mean, it was at one point, but he walked up to it and touched it. Mm Mm-hmm. And he talked about this strange um, glyphs. Um, they were like hieroglyphics, but um, but not. He talked about those and the reaction when he touched the metal and what happened and the binary code thing. Um, but the thing, too, is that one of them was a very high-ranking official mm-hmm. who um, recorded the entire event because he recorded everything he did in field work. Right. Um, and for me, I think of a high-ranking official, it, it, it would, it, whoever was doing it then was, A, too sloppy because everyone was witnessing it, but 
Um, the high-ranking official, I think, would have known more. Um, they also said when they were confronted about it, like what to say and what they couldn't say and what, they're, what they needed to sign as their official statement, they said mm-hmm. it was no one, you know, it wasn't their, someone that they would usually see. It wasn't even someone who was a member of the force. It was like basically a man in black kind of situation. Um, Which would be government. You know, I, I, I take a lot of things with a grain of salt, but I, I always try and believe to some extent, mostly because you think, God, if they are telling the truth, could you imagine the horror the horror of going through that and then nobody believing you. Well, I think that's, I think the best way, you know, the old saying that the, the, the best trick that the devil ever pulled was convincing people he didn't exist. And I think that by, I mean, I, I think the best way to get people off of the fact that the government is experimenting with aircraft and things like that is to put out these crazy UFO stories and get people attention up. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm against the government making aircraft. I think it's fucking cool. And I'd love to fly some of them, but you know, um, and I, and I don't think we should know about everything. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think we should know about everything. They're every aircraft they're inventing. Cause you know, we got loud mouths out there that'll put it all over fucking Facebook and shit. Um, but what's interesting though, is that, you know, um, and we, we have records of UFO sightings, uh, one in New England is early as, let me get the date here for you, 1639. So there have been obviously ancient times. There's always been records of space people coming to Earth. So I, like I said, I don't doubt, I don't doubt that there are intelligent beings out there. My hope, my hope is that they look like the, you know, the Romulans from the new Star Trek movie with, you know, Eric Bana. Um, that would be really cool, you know. I don't think they will, but it'd be nice. Um, but I mean, so I'm not doubting that there's, I'm not doubting that there's not, that there's alien life out there. I don't doubt that at all. I just think that a lot of the sightings that we have here today, now, if you look, um, and I'm talking about this, the new surge, this, the, the modern surge in UFO sightings where it became super popular, part of, a part of pop culture. Uh, we talk about the atomic age that spawned all kinds of great films, books, comics, and just inventions. I mean, I think it was a great time to be alive to to see all this happening. But you figured the bomb dropped, or the Trinity test, I should say. The Trinity test took place July 1945. We have the Roswell crash that occurred July 1947. Um, So, you know, is there a correlation to the the upswing, this, this, this increase in UFO sightings and alien sightings and alien abduction claims since we learned how to split the atoms successfully. Um, and they, there's reports that there's an increase in UFO sightings and alien encounters around nuclear centers. And I would just be curious to get your take on that. Oh, <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to ask for my my take on it. <laughs> um, well, I mean, do you think the fact that there there might be people out there or life forms out there going, holy shit, these, these animals split the atom. What the hell? And they're just like, okay, no, we got it. We got to monitor this crap. You know? I, you know, I guess I never th- I never thought about it in that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 just let me let me process that here. Um, I mean, I mean uh, is doing, it, it's the power is it to possible? destroy the planet. Is it possible? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally think that splitting the atom is probably on the medium level compared to some of the stuff that these other life forms would know if they're traveling all the way. You know what I mean? If they can monitor right. us, come all the way out here, they've got way better stuff than that. Oh, so they're yeah, just but, like, you know, the talking monkeys on earth. And when I say talking monkeys, I'm like, that's what we are. We're animals. I don't, I don't buy the whole humans are special. You know, we're basically animals. I think that we're, we're Well, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> there, but there are theories about that, that we are hybrids. But I think we're, we're basically talking primates is what we are as humans. And I think that maybe, you know, they see it as, oh, crap, 
you know, that we're handling something that maybe they don't think we're capable of controlling or capable of being responsible enough to have that, have access to it. Does that make sense? Uh, I mean, so they're monitoring us like children. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. Um, They could be, Um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say that it's not possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, have, I don't have a great answer on that, but that would be my answer yeah. that it's, it is, it is possible. Okay. I mean, but they probably it, think we're morons. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. And, and in a lot of, a lot of ways, they're correct. We are. Um, it's interesting though, because, you know, I, I've been to, uh, to Roswell, I spent a couple of days out there and it, it's interesting because, now, I was able to meet um, a gentleman out there who is in charge of one of the smaller museums. And his theory is that, um, you know, since the Trinity test, uh, aliens have been more keen on observing us to see what we do with it. And, you know, me, I'm all for I'm a I'm a you know, I'm a supporter of nuclear energy. I think nuclear can do great things for us when used correctly. Um, so, you know. Yeah, I'm one of these people who aren't. I don't. I don't believe that nuclear is the big boogeyman that everybody was forced to believe it is by the big oil companies and the fossil fuel industry. And yeah, they're the ones really scaring people. Um, let's see here. Uh, 1947, June 24th, a pilot, Kenneth Arnold, was actually flying near Mount Rainier, and he took a picture of a UFO, one of the earlier pictures that we have of a flying UFO. Looks like a pie tin to me, but, you know, whatever. So, um, we... I mean, do they take the pie out first? I don't know. I mean, you know, see, that's that the problem. That could be why all the probing. They're traveling in pie tins, and they're trying to find who ate the fucking <laughs> pie. I know, right? But it just, it's so interesting, because you think that if there were so many... If there were so many landings and so many sightings and so many of all of this, where's the evidence? I mean, my God, you can't you can't fart on the street today without somebody taking out a cell phone and recording it. So I want to know where all the evidence is. Where are the pictures? And it's like it's like ghost pictures or Bigfoot pictures. They're always fuzzy. They're never clear. You know, they're always grainy and fuzzy. I've got the iPhone 10 double X triple R PQST and. I can photograph I can pho- photograph a micron, but God damn, I can't get that Bigfoot to stay still enough. You know, it's kind of like that. <laughs> I hear you laughing. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe it's a question of photogenics. I don't know. I, I just think I, I think a lot of the evidence out there is just shabby. Like I said, I don't. It's not that I don't believe. I believe the ancient Mayans a lot more than I believe people today. I believe the Sumerians. Um, way more than I believe anybody else. Uh, you you know the Anunnaki. They were the gods of the Sumerian people, and the Anunnaki are believed today to be from space, uh, believed to be the celestial beings. And it, it, it's interesting because um, there's theories out there that the Anunnaki um, are responsible for the jump in evolution of humans being able to think and process and use logic and everything else. Uh, people say, well, we really can't find the true missing link out there. We can't find that definite connector because it's alien. So it, it just, it's always been interesting to me um, to think of that, but I don't know the, the whole probe thing. I mean, seriously, I mean, what are I think Paul put it best that movie Paul with the little alien they they saved who was it uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost Frost, when they asked him about probing he's like what do you think we're doing trying to study your farts I I don't I've always thought why the anal probe why I mean can't they just take your temperature I mean if they're so advanced can't they just scan you you know well, you know, most of these stories come out in the 50s and 60s. And, mm, I mean, back then, the most, I was going to say the most horrifying thing you could do mm-hmm. is put something up your butt. Mm. You know, well, I would say it, even people, actually, but, okay. you know what it might have been? It might have been hoe bags or 
men who are practicing the homosexuality. When when wait, say that again. The homosexuality. You just sounded like Mr. Garrison from South Park. The homosexuality. Um, The ones that were doing that, they didn't want to be caught doing it, so they thought, fuck. Rather than be caught for the fact that my asshole's all inflamed and stretched out, um, I don't know, honey. I was driving home, and the next thing you knew, it was two hours later, and I was driving along, and there was a funny taste in my mouth, and my ass hurt real bad. And I'm pretty sure aliens abducted me, and my ass was probed. Oh, that's awful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You okay, know. so another theory about aliens and stuff like that. Now, people, just remember, you know, if you got any complaints, feel free to email us at radio, um, radiostackhouse at gmail.com or message us at Facebook at Stackhouse Radio. But I'm going to say this because I think there's another famous alien that we really have to talk about. Al? Did you hear that? Hold on here. Mm-hmm. Wait, here he comes. Here he comes. He's landing. Let's see if we can get him out of his spaceship. You want to take a walk over here? Okay. Ah, here he comes. Here he comes. Okay. Mr. Jesus, how are you today? <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. Yeah, I know. We're going to get so much hate mail on this shit. But think about Beam it. Beam me up, Scotty. Just, just to double that again, what is our hate mail email address? It's radiostackhouse at gmail.com. Or you can message us on Facebook at Stackhouse Radio. But seriously, Radio think about Stackhouse. this. There's theories. I know. There's theories out there that Jesus was actually an alien hybrid. And, okay, personally, I think... Some chick messed around, got pregnant in a time where you could probably be killed for being pregnant before you married. Was like, oh no, no, it was um, it was God. Yeah, that's it. Don't stone me. And in all reality, um, that alien was like, I said my name was Gob. <laughs> no, Bob. <laughs> so, anyways. I think here's a theory. One of the theories out there is that an alien came down, screwed Mary, got her pregnant, and boom, she had an alien hybrid with had specific abilities. Now, if you think about being able to walk on water, if your body had weird effects to gravity, it could do that. He always seemed to be turning wine to wa- water to wine. I, I mean, that's either a gift or something that requires a meeting. Um, you know, but, you know, but you look and you think about it, you know, these are, these are valid theories. I think, I think everything out there is a valid theory. Um, you know, other famous people that were, that were, um, you know, conspiracy theorists think for aliens, Elvis, we, we, you know, Catherine earlier talked about Elvis, but Elvis's father w- went on record to say that, the day he was born, there was a glowing blue object in the sky over the over where he was being born. And he took that as that, I guess, his wife had been implanted somehow, and boom, it's Elvis. Hmm. Um, so, you know, there, there's a lot of different theories out there. Uh, do I buy him? I don't know. I think the Jesus thing is interesting, though, because he was also our first record of, um, no, no, he wasn't the first zombie. I think Lazarus was was the first zombie. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I no, mean, he was. Because if Jesus well, I mean, brought him back to life, that he was the first zombie, and Jesus would have been the second zombie. So, and folks, stop bitching. That's what a zombie is. You're dead, then you come back to life. That is the definition of zombie. The undead doesn't say you got to be all crapped up looking at flesh falling off. Whew. Anyways, um, but yeah, I just think it's neat. Now, you were talking about a lady you saw on a show. Yeah. Um, who had like all kinds of babies and stuff. 
There was a woman who talked about that she, I guess, was um, pregnant. Which show is this? And oh God, it's been a while. I don't remember now. I'd have to find it again. But she was talking about that she was abducted. Then she became pregnant. Then somewhere after the first trimester, she was abducted again, and the baby was taken out of her. But that during one of her other abductions, she got to meet the child. That was her half-alien child. Really? Mm -hmm. And you can't remember? No, I'm going to have to look it up. I can't remember. It's been so long. I just remember watching it going, what the fuck? (laughs) Hold on here. I think I've got this up. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think that's them. Uh, Let's see here. Was she Welsh? She may have been. She had blonde hair, if I recall. Was she younger? Middle-aged. Okay. Um, oh, yes. Um, okay, so there is a woman who, yes. Okay, she was kidnapped by aliens, and she had, uh, I guess, a couple children, and she was able to meet their their kids and their children's children because they were actually marrying other hybrids that lived out in whatever planet these people were from. So do I think she needs medication? Yeah, probably, probably. I mean, and like I said, I'm not making fun of people who have been abducted. I'm okay. Maybe a little bit, but come on. You cannot go around saying that aliens sucked you up into their spaceship, put stuff up your butt, made you have babies and that you're visiting your grandkids on like alien baby day and not expect to get made fun of a little. Okay. If you're going to say, if you're going to go on TV or on record and tell stories like that, you need a thicker skin and understand that people who are a little more sane are going to be like, "Eh, maybe not. Well, What what is sanity anyway? It's not like an alien came out of your mouth. Well, <laughs> what's coming uh, out of your mouth? What? So, what is coming out of your mouth? Nothing's coming out of my mouth. All I heard was. Bah! Oh. So, okay. What is the what is the creepiest story of alien abduction that you've or alien encounters that you've come across? Something that really, like, really freaked you out, whether it was a movie, documentary, something that really just kind of freaked you out and gave you nightmares. <laughs> it's a... Uh... <laughs> nightmares. Nightmares. It's... Not not no. sexual dreams. Oh, oh. Uh, no, it's... Um... It was a documentary. That was what I was looking for. It was a documentary uh-huh. called Extraordinary. Oh, God. And it horrified me. It did. There was this little alien face looking in the window, blinking. What horrified me more is the man who the documentary is about. I kept worrying that I'd run into him in a bar one night and he would try and buy me a drink. And I kept having this nightmare again again. And I'd wake up screaming. And then I'd pour myself a martini, and he'd look over at me and go, you all right? And I'd wake up screaming again. Oh, God. Was it the the Stan Romanek story? Yeah. Yes. I started (laughs) watching. I I think I got 10 minutes into that, and I was like, yeah, no, I just, I can't do this. I've got to be really drunk to watch this. (laughs) You have to be stoned. Oh, my God. Yeah, what's that? What's um, that? Uh, that government no, really, experience yeah. with LSD? Yeah, give me some of that. Um, I'm trying to think of a really like a, an experience or whatever that really gave me like a story, like one that would have given me nightmares. Um, well, like hmm. I said, the only thing I've ever personally like firsthand witnessed is is you know the what I saw in the sky and my my friend who incidentally um. He did actually have a stint that he worked at um, the infamous Area 51, but he mentioned that he had actually worked the base for a small project, and that was all I ever got out of him. He would never talk about it, never, ever, ever. I, I got him to 
mentioned it once and that was it. So, um, and he actually works on life support systems for NASA. So he's fucking brilliant. Um, interesting guy, interesting guy. But I mean, now my uncle has seen, I have family members that have seen UFOs or, you know, what, and, and, and when I say UFO, I mean unidentified flying object. It doesn't, I don't think UFO necessarily means alien. You well, know? yeah. I mean, and that's, I think, a lot of people's problem is they hear UFO and they think alien, when in reality, yeah. it just means unidentified flying That's all it means. That's it. Object. Unidentified. So, would you ever, like, go to sleep at night and, like, turn over and see, like, hello, Quentin? <laughs> I've had some, I, I have a, an experience um, where I, it, where I was going to sleep one night and I rolled over and there was something creepy there, but we split up the next morning. No, but no, seriously. Oh, I've had that happen. Isn't it terrible? Uh, you turned no, over. No, but I really did have an experience. I, I really did have one where I was going to sleep and rolled over and saw a strange um, thing walking mm-hmm. through the room. Um, I don't believe it was an alien. Okay. I believe it was a, 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 another dimensional being, which I, I should save this story. I should save this story for um, yeah. We need to talk we about do an episode that. on. That, yes. because, now, I mean, some of the features would be very mm-hmm. alien esque, and it would right. almost sound a little bit like I'm describing a gray, mm-hmm. but not. So I, I should save that story for when we do something on. Uh, maybe an episode about um, elementals or other dimensional yeah. creatures. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting too because um, you know people think of space and they think of space travel. Like, you know, somebody's coming in here, somebody's flying out from other space, but nobody ever thinks about interdimensional travel. And if these beings are so advanced, you know, that could very possibly be something that's you know available to them readily. And they've conquered that. Or, and, and that's kind of how I think about, you know, the whole ghost thing. I think what, you know, it, you know me, I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in the actual, like my Uncle Joey's floating around the house. I don't believe that. Um, I believe there's things we can't explain. I think maybe interdimensional beings could be something, who knows. But um, I think, you know, if you ever saw, and yes, I know the movie was fake. I know it was just a big hoax. It was a fiction movie. But there's a movie out there, and it got a lot of shit. It really did. And I don't think it was deserved. Um, I think, okay, for the people of Nome, Alaska, yes, they had a right to be angry. And I get that. Um, But I think the story itself is really good. It's called The Fourth Kind. And it was with Mila Jovovich. Um, And what's his name? Um, Oh, the guy who was in The Haunting of Connecticut, Haunting of Connecticut there. Um, Elias Codius. And uh, it was really good. It was about a psychologist um, who, and and the movie kind of um, premised the strange um, disappearances of people, the residents of this this place in Alaska. And they insinuated through the movie that it was actually alien abduction. And it was a psychologist who was treating people who have had abduction experiences. And at one point in the movie, these people start speaking a different language. And they become almost possessed. And she meets a professor who wrote a book basically stating that the Anunnaki, um, the ones who, you know, we, we throughout history, um, I, I believe the Sumerians have the first um, standard of writing in history. And correct me if I'm wrong out there, but I think it was Sumerian cuneiform. That was our first established form of writing for humans. And there was an insinuation that it was the Anunnaki who came from space to give them this, this ability of language and everything else and taught them this, this, this writing. And it was really interesting because these beings came to these people in the form of animals, a strange owl that shifted into a bean or, you know, something like that. If you haven't uh-huh. seen it, you really should check it out. It's called The Fourth Kind. Yes, it's fake. But the way they did it, I thought it was really well done. Um, yes, people of Nome, Alaska, they have a right to be pissed. But I think the movie was really torn uh, apart, harsher than it should have been. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we disappear because it's uh, cold up here. Um, I mean, the people of Alaska have it hard enough. Let's I be, know. Let's be honest, they've got it tough enough. I mean... 
I was going to ask you. Yeah. I was going to ask you. Have you have you checked to see if we have any hate mail? We we I don't think we do. No, we don't. I was we, thinking we that after this episode, there'd, there'd be a you know that someone would at least be typing in some good hate mail. God, um, I mean, we haven't. Yeah, I know, right? Right? People are like sparking. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah, like you'll, the old you'll days, have to we were, check. I know, right? When we were going uh, going strong years before when we were doing this show, we could we could you know we could hate mail. Then the the attack. I mean, we would get our show attacked by other people too, and it was just so very curious. You know, it was very curious. Very well, those curious. Those were trying times. They were. The times were very curious, but. Um, but yeah um, I think there's a lot of really cool uh, documentaries out there that you can check out and uh, Extraordinary is one of them that Quentin had mentioned Um, one of my favorite alien abduction type of movies for me I love the fourth kind I thought it was great check it out Um, also if you have Amazon Prime there's a lot of really good I mean aside from ancient aliens and um, we were actually fortunate enough to have been able to interview Philip Coppins from Ancient Aliens um, prior to his passing, and that was a real honor. Um, so that was really good. Uh, we might even one day just play the archive of that show. I think that would be really cool that would to do. Be, that would be very nice. Yeah, it would. Um, um, brilliant man. Brilliant. He he really was, and he was, you kind of have to re-listen to it because it's, you know, it's it's a little tough to follow if you're if you're mm-hmm. you know stupid if you no 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 if you're just trying to listen along I mean it was it, you're like wait slow down hold on hey, I talk for I, talk I, for two seconds know. more me yeah I have a cat um, trying to claw into my studio door hold on oh all right I'll just I'll go on and uh, uh, yes yeah, it was a very good episode it really was. Um, Okay. <laughs> almost, I mean, almost as entertaining as Kate, Kate Hepburn herself. Um, okay. <laughs> so, so I, I, I am, I am seeing that we do have, we do have some hate mail. <gasps> we do. Yeah. Hold on, hold uh, on. I'm gonna. Is it, uh, I'm is gonna it from Catherine Hepburn? No, it, no, it's, it's not. It's um, very poorly written. But if, if you, yeah, if you read it, there, there is some hate mail, and, and it's signed. They give us their name. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. In our email? Yes. Ooh, hold on here. <gasps> oh, my. Folks, we have hate mail. And my dogs are barking. They don't hey, like the up. hate mail. Sorry, so professional. Hush up. That's why I closed my studio door, because they bark at everything. It's probably ghosts or aliens. They're probably getting probed right now. Okay, we're going to read this. Do you want to read it? No, I'll let, I'll let you. Okay. How dare you fuckers make fun of Jesus? He was the son of God, not an alien. I asked when I was abducted, and Bob the alien who probed my ass told me Jesus is not an alien. And no, I'm, and no, I'm not a homosexual. Really get ass probed. Wow, horrible spelling. And that is signed by Phil... McCracken. <laughs> from Phil McCracken. I do hope we, we get more hate mail from him, I do. We, um, we need to get Phil McCracken on the show. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, I'm, well, oh, Phil, God. if you're listening tonight, I'm so thankful Fuck that you, you sent us hate mail. <laughs> oh, I love a good hate mail. Send us more, Phil. Send us more. more. Oh, that's um, awesome. I love it. I love it. Yes, do folks. You know, um, we do read your hate mail online. Do you know that uh, we do have you not know? Heard... <laughs> do you know the way? To... Anyway, uh, did you know? Oh, um, <laughs> we have not heard from our mascot in a very long time. You know, I I think he's gone. I don't know what happened to him. Let me see if I can find him. I don't know if he's here. Let's see if we can get at least one up there. For those of you who, for those of you, sorry, I was trying to get my sleeping legs up. Oh, 
What is that? Uh, okay, that's not foamy. Oh, I think fine. somebody ate foamy. Goodness. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, from our previous episodes in the past, we do have a mascot who would usually come by at least once an episode, um, and his name is Foamy. Mm-hmm. Foamy the raccoon. Yes, and uh, we we miss him. He's such a sweet, darling little creature. Um, <laughs> you know, Kate Hepburn might have taken him. You know her. Yeah, probably. Uh, Shove him for ass. She's that... She's a sticky-fingered Kate, you know. She, that's how she is. Um, now, so you know, Diana, I think that for future episodes, we we should always have celebrity guests, and maybe one of these times, I'll actually get to meet them. Yeah, I know you're never here when they come on the show. I'm telling I know, you. But I heard, I heard a rumor that that Cher might come on at some point. We'll have to see. You know. Okay. It depends on if she's on. I don't know. Is she on the ship I mean, with the? She might be. I didn't get to talk to poor Kate. You know, she doesn't. She doesn't talk know. to me on the show. She only talks to you, apparently. I know, uh, right? Right. She's awesome, though. But she's up there with Elvis, so that's okay. Now, I will say, someone who I think is might be an alien, but in fact, well, I guess she's not an alien. She's a demon, and she can mm-hmm. shed her skin. Uh, Betty Davis. Now, most people don't know this. Betty Davis had a daughter named Beatty Hyman. That's her real name. That's her real name. Beatty Hyman. Uh, The mother mother didn't hate her, but she married very young. Uh, It was one of those just, I hate my mother because my mother is my mother thing. She tried to write a Mommy Dearest book, and it blew up in her face. What's interesting is I actually am friends with someone whose spouse did the typing of that book because B.D. Hyman is, I'm not going to name the town that I'm currently living in, but she lived basically just, just a few minutes outside the town that I live in. And uh, so her mother, her and her mother used to hang around the town I'm in. Um, and so it's kind of interesting. Um, she now is like a televangelist, but via YouTube. And uh, she claims that her mother, Betty Davis, was a demon and could shed her human skin. And uh, she saw it happen one time. She saw her mother shed her skin. And that that was why her mother laughed like that, because she was a witch, a demon witch. And that's why she had wow. that <laughs> laugh. I think Joan Crawford would agree, though. Well, I mean, I think Joan Crawford might be a demon, too. Well, yeah, really. I no, mean, just to... Well, that's true. I mean, maybe that's why. Maybe she's one of those demons that wire hangers offended her somehow. Yeah. You know. She was one of the fate with but, the iron. Exactly. So So I think I think this has been a rather entertaining show tonight about yeah, UFOs and alien abductions. Well, I I didn't get to meet her. Well, it's just too bad for you. She was great though. Well, and again, I'm just going to have to go she, listen she, to the show either on iTunes or Spotify and listen to the yes, archives. Yes, you will. Absolutely. And anybody out there, if you have any really cool alien stories or um, you just are pissed that we were laughing about it, or you have something interesting concerning aliens or sightings or things like that you'd like to discuss, seriously, you know, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, yes, if please. You, if, if you have an, yeah. a story that you think will convince us, mm-hmm. we, we won't make fun sure. of you. No, and, while you're and, on. Well, no. I mean, if you're going to send us a no. genuine story or genuine experience, we're not going to, yeah. you know, we're not going to um, make. Yeah, fun we don't. Of it. We're really not. We and, don't make fun of our guests. No, we don't. And um, we make fun of everyone else's guests. <laughs> but if you allow us to read it online or on the air, we'll definitely do that. Um, so you can definitely reach out to us. Our email is radiostackhouse at gmail.com. Again, and you can go to our Facebook page, Stackhouse Radio. That's three separate words, Stackhouse Radio. And the Facebook page actually has links to all our shows. And uh, you can get to the Blog Talk Radio Show through Facebook. Uh, You can also message us directly on Facebook, uh, which might be easier for you. But, yeah, reach out to us and share your experiences with us. And uh, until then, uh, 
Thanks again for listening. And this is Stackhouse Radio with Diana Stack and Quentin Tiffany. Remember, guard your ass. Yes. No problem. And as usual, stay creepy, folks. <laughs>